Yo, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining in with us again for today's Monday Encouragement. Today is a very special day because today we are starting our 21-day Daniel fast and prayer, all right? And so I hope that you are joining in with us or doing some type of fast, some type of consecration or sacrifice or setting aside time uh, to seek the face of the Lord. This is what we're doing for the next 21 days. And so I hope that you will join in with us, all right? And so with that today, I wanted to drop this word on you kind of in line with that, um, in line with fasting and praying and encourage you today with it, all right? And that's Luke chapter number 18. Luke chapter 18, verses 1 through 8. And it says this here. It says, one day Jesus told his disciples a story or a parable to show them that they should always pray and never give up. There was a judge in a certain city, he said who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her constant requests. Then the Lord said, learn a lesson from the unjust judge. Even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? And then verse eight, it says this. I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the son of man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? And today I want to tell you about persisting in prayer, persisting in prayer. And so we have this parable here of this judge, right? And this widow comes to him and she's trying to get justice. The Bible doesn't say for what, but she's trying to basically get a just decision from this guy, this judge, right? And I want to lean on this for one second is that the interesting thing about this judge, the Bible says that he neither feared God or cared about or respected people. Now, we got to hang our hat there for a second because I begin to think, man, what a what a what an amazing position to have where you're a judge over people. You're in a position to make decisions about people's lives, but do not even care about people. I said, that's a terrible judge right there that don't care nothing about people, has no type of compassion, has no type of respect or love for people, and even does not even fear God. So is not even in tune with the righteous judge who is God Almighty. But this man said, I'm going to be a judge, <laughs> but I don't care about people. I'm not really concerned about people, but I'm going to make decisions that impact people's lives. Now that, I mean, we see that today, right? So many different p people, right? In positions of authority, but do not even have the compassion in their heart to exercise that authority righteously. So we have politicians in positions of authority affecting people's lives, but don't care about people. We have, we have law enforcement officers in position of power to affect people's lives, but don't care about some people. We have uh, spiritual leaders in positions of spiritual authority and people are taking advice from them and cues from them. But here I am a pastor 
don't even care about people, don't even have compassion for people. What a terrible thing to be in, right? What a terrible place to be in, right? But even still, the Bible says we have this judge with no compassion, with no love in his heart, and doesn't care about people. But this widow persists anyway. This widow, no husband, husband passed away, may not, may or may not have children, right? So she has to come and do her own bidding at this judge. But the Bible says that she persists anyhow. It's like, yo, give me the justice that I deserve. Give me the justice that I have been, I have been left without for so long. Give me the justice that I have been wanting for so long. And the Bible says this. It says this. The judge was not even interested in giving her just decision. But the Bible says that, verse 5, he says, but this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with their constant requests. She is bombarding me day after day, week after week. We don't know quite how long she came up to him like, yo, Mr. Judge, man. I need you to go ahead and make a decision about this. And this is the thing I begin to think about this too, is that there are people in positions of authority that God will use to deliver justice in your situation, even if they are unjust. God will use an unjust person to deliver a just decision on your behalf because you belong to him. This is the thing about people, right? Is that people do not have to like you to open the door for you. When God has ordained that that door be open. Someone does not have to like you or even love you to bless you when God has ordained for them to open a door for you or to bless you or to present an opportunity to you. They don't have to like you. They don't have to love you. They don't have to think you're the best person. But if God ordains it, God's like, I will use whomever I see fit to open doors for you. I will use whoever I see fit to bring a word to you. I will use whoever I see fit to bless you, even in spite of them not liking you, not loving you, not thinking you're the right this, not thinking you're the right that, thinking you're too small, you're too short, you're too tall, you're too fat, you're too whatever, your skin too dark, your skin too light, all of these things. Like God is like, don't think for one second that I will allow injustice to, to rule and to stop doors from being opened in your life when I have ordained for them to be open. He said, they don't have to like you in order to render the right decision. When I say the right decision will be rendered. And so Jesus tells us, take a lesson from this. He says, take a lesson from this. He says, if even an unjust judge will render a just decision in the end, he gives us an encouragement. He says, how much more will your heavenly father? Isn't God who is just? Surely God will render justice to his chosen people who cry out to him day and night. He says, will he delay? Will he take his time if someone who is unjust will say, all right, you know, I've had enough of that. Let me get to work on this thing. He's like, surely God is greater than someone, a judge who does not even care about or respect people. He says, though this encouragement that when you persist, because the, the passage is about prayer. He says that when you persist in prayer, know that God answers when you persist, man. And he says that God is greater than what we see in the natural of when we a little bit get on people's nerves in the natural. Like, All right, let me go ahead and do this so you can stop. He's like, God is not, you're not getting on God's nerves. God is greater than that. He says, know that God will move. And the last thing he says here in verse number eight, he says, but when the son of man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? A better translation is how many will he find on earth who have that type of faith? who have the faith to persist 
in prayer, who have the faith to persist in seeking God, who have the faith to persist in fasting, who have the faith to persist until something changes. That's what he's saying. He says, this passage I told you, this parable I told you, how many people are going to have that type of faith that they will stand flat footed, that they will root themselves in prayer, that they will root themselves in crucifying their flesh and say, God, until I receive an answer from you, I will not move, but I will continue to, as the Bible says, knock and keep on knocking, keep and seek on, keep and keep on seeking and you will find and the door will be open unto you as we continue to persist. And like I said, it's not about making God do something. It's not about forcing his hand, but it is about taking him at his word to where he says, if you keep on knocking, if you keep on seeking, if you fast and pray, some things will not go out without fasting and praying. He says, if you do that, I will begin to move. And so I want to encourage you with that today as we go over these next 21 days of fasting, of praying, of seeking the face of God, that we would have the faith, as we've been talking about for about two months now at the Rock Church, the faith to persist and persist in prayer. I pray that you receive that today. I pray that you persist and that your faith is strengthened over these next 21 days. And I hope to come back with you all again for another Monday encouragement. All right. So you have a good day. Peace.